you know, to acquire your credits. If you don't have um, the right credits, you guys, then that's going to cause your refund to be less and your tax liability to be higher. So just a little, a little nugget, um, just, just be, you know, get, get your professional, I'm going to type in this, uh, 4506T. Okay. Now the 4506T, uh, is going to be a request for your tax return okay this how it looks now i just got off the telephone with an sba agent at first i was all upset you know um they had called me back i had just got off the telephone with an agent right and so i was typing in my complaint you can you have the right to send in a complaint to the SBA Office of Inspector General if you feel that you are not being serviced properly or you have some type of discrimination or any any um, complaint that you have, you always can file a complaint. All right? Even with my customers. Some of my clients, if they have a complaint, They'll send it to to me in in an email or whatever, and I strive my best to resolve it. Uh, I very seldom have any complaints that's pertaining to uh, my performance. Okay, what's going on here? There we go. Uh, it's always like delayed the tax return. They ain't received this, and really that's for IRS. Okay, so this segment is going to be real quick. I'm going to go over this 45060. From what I gather, when, if you guys been denied, and this, this video is really for those that have been denied. If you feel that you've been denied, what is going on with the screen? Okay, I don't want to write anything. This is the form. All right. So the first thing on the form, you see right here, you're going to put your name. I don't know if they're going to let me write on here. Okay. So the 1A, you're going to put your name here. You have to get your tax return. Okay. Make sure that everything that's in this first part, your name. Okay. Your current address. What is your address now that's on that tax return? Unless any previous ex address shown on your tax return, put it here. All right? 
Your customer file number, if applicable, will be that SBA telephone, your application number. Okay? You're going to put your application number on number five, which I should have did that as an example. Why is this doing this? Okay. Now, once you have done that, you see they have from six all the way down to eight. Transcript requested. It's going to be your 1040. All right. 1120, 990. Whatever your type of business you have. Okay. You're going to have a Schedule C. I don't know why this is doing this. Hmm. Okay, I don't know why it's doing this. Yeah, you guys. But as you see, and I'm not gonna stay long, you guys, between six and eight, the f- number six you requesting your 1040, okay? Um, okay, so right here to say record of account, account transcript, return transcript. This return transcript changes to account after the return is processed. Transcripts are only available for the following returns. Okay, this is um, for nonprofits, so you're gonna go there. You're gonna you you're gonna check box. My God, why is this doing this? See, this is important. The blood of Jesus over this. You're gonna check B and C. Okay? And then you're going to go down and you're going to check number nine. You're going to put the year. So they're requesting, they're requesting 2019. And if you file 2020, put that down there. Okay. And then you make sure you sign and date. But my most important thing that I want to share with you guys that the representative told me, that address, your name, and your address is important. It must match what you have on your tax return. So your personal address, whatever, where you live, if you have on that tax return, 980 Main Street ST. Make sure you put ST on here. If IRS or your 1040 have street as STREET, you have to make sure that it's STREET on your 4506. All right, you guys. The main purpose for this video is to tell you guys go ahead back. All right. Go ahead back, and since this is not acting right, you guys, if you've been denied your targeted advance, go back into that email, 
all right? And resubmit your 450TS plus all the verifiable information once again that when they pull that tax return from IRS, because IRS have a backlog right now. I've spoken with IRS on Monday pertaining to some nonprofits that I am assisting, okay? And she already told me it's 60 to 90 days delay. This is what she told me. And she appreciate the patience and she said, please tell your clients to, to, to have patience with, with us. And in so many words, she was like, it's, it's kind of hectic over here, Miss Urban. Okay, and I kind of understand because I've been on some webinars and they doing a lot of webinars to um, detour what's really happening in that office, in the Internal Revenue Office. Okay, so as taxpayers, we're going to have to be proactive, have a little bit more patience, but also be uh, more aggressive with kindness. Okay, because I was I was furious, you know, I was like, well, you probably just going to tell me the same thing. And I don't even know why y'all calling me back. It's not going to make a change. And she said, well, no, Miss Irvin, give me your application number and let me go in and really look at what has been the problem. I was like, oh, okay. And you guys, when I moved south and, and allowed her to do her job, she was so kind to me and she went through every little details and she told me what she saw. She couldn't see anything and that's why SBA did not release the money. It's not that they they are striving to keep it from you guys. They only have to go according to their policies. All right. Everything has to match. Which I explained to her that everything was sent. Again, I have three letters. It's going to be four letters now. She also went through some other stuff with me. So I'm just sharing this information with you guys to help you all. If you've been having problems with denial letters, go back. The main thing she stated, resubmit the 4506T. That's all. And make sure that everything for address, name, business, everything. Okay? matches. If you're going to say ST for street, make sure you put it on your 450T. Whatever your tax return has for your address, make sure you write that on your 4506T. Okay, you guys? So I hope this give you a, a, a better insight on what's going on. All right. And some of you may have already acquired this information and still got denied. But I will go back and resubmit all over again. Just keep resubmitting it. Have your, have the time and the address. I mean the time. And when when you submit that information back to SBA underneath the targeted reevaluation email address, they're gonna send you a response. I will print that response out and staple it, attach it to what you sent them. And that's another profile that you are proving that I've been sending this in over and over and over again. And we thought that we'll be able to go into the office, but you have to make an apartment and the apartments are scarce because they don't even have offices open 
locally that you can literally go into because of all this, you know, the pandemic and the COVID restrictions and all of this that's happening now. So I pray that this was a little help for you guys, all right? And if you need any other information, just go to urbanmanagementgroup.com, go to the contact page, and just tell me what you need help with. Don't forget to check out the resource page. I have a lot of free information, free downloads that that will help you to not only uh, see where you stand in your business, just guidelines, even if you need to prepare for your upcoming tax season, okay? They have a, a list there that you can have all your documents. So wherever you go to get your tax return done, there's... These are the items that you need to have a wonderful experience in in preparing your financial documents through tax preparation. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, okay, and hit the notification bell. Share this video with someone else, and until then, I will see you guys later. God bless. Okay. Welcome everyone. My name is Martha Sulita. I'm with the fund and we're so glad that you're joining us today for the Small Business Relief Fund Info Session. This is a program of Harris County administered by Lift Fund, and we're going to be giving you an overview of this grant program um, and more information about how you can apply. Um, the application is currently open now. We are accepting applications all the way through Monday, October 4th. Um, so during the session, we will share with you more details about the program, the information that you need to apply, and where. Um, you can go to submit your application. We will also be um, addressing some frequently asked questions 
end, we'll be taking questions from you as well. If you have a question that you would like to submit, please use the Q&A feature, the question and answer feature, instead of the chat, um, so that we can keep a um, better tally of your questions and address them accordingly. Again, this is the info session for the Small Business Relief Fund for Harris County Small Businesses. We're so glad that you're joining us today. This session is available in three languages via simultaneous interpretation. Here are the instructions for you to select the audio of your preference. Um, on your meeting controls, you will see um, a language uh, interpretation feature with a globe icon on it. If you click on it, you will see three options for language, English, Spanish, and Vietnamese. Um, we're asking you to pre-select the one that you um, prefer to um, hear this session on. Once you do that, you'll hear the session live in your preferred language. I will pause for a moment here so you can um, make your preference. Great, and if you just joined you, if you just joined us, this is the info session for the Harris County Small Business Relief Fund. We have three audio options and instructions are here on the screen. Um, we hope that you have now made your selection um, because we're eager to get started. And to guide us through this session is Michi burns Clay, who is our Vice President for Lift Fund, um, and she oversees the entire East Texas region. So Michi, uh, welcome and the floor is yours. Thank you, Martha, and welcome to all of the participants. It has been truly an honor and a privilege to work with Harris County and the commissioners and the judge in terms of this program. This is such a needed program for all small businesses. We understand that you are still trying to stand up your businesses and be resilient and remain tenacious. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for all of your service and all of your hard work and everything that you bring to the community. At this point in time, I'm going to um, ask that Liana Wang with the Office of Management and Budget, please give a welcome as well from the Harris County. Hi everyone, I'm Liana. I'm here with Harris County. We're very excited to be rolling out this program. Um, we know that small businesses are at the heart of our communities and have also taken one of the biggest hits during the pandemic. and. We're honestly astonished by so much of the strength and resilience that you all have shown in continuing to do your day-to-day -day work and being there for the people around you. Um, we're very excited to have this program be rolled out and excited to be working with Lift Fund. They're an amazing partner. Um, and we hope that as many of you as possible can apply. Thank you so much. Now we're going to have some statements um, from our elected officials. They couldn't be here live on this call today, but they did want to send their words of encouragement as well about this program. Welcome to the Small Business Relief Fund webinar. I'm Rodney Ellis, and I'm glad you decided to join us. Small businesses are the backbone of our community. Your hard work provides jobs to working families and is the foundation of our local economy. Helping you keep your doors open with the $30 million fund is key to providing relief to our entire community. Access to these grants 
will range between $5,000 and $25,000 and will give minority and women-owned businesses a real opportunity to overcome access to capital barriers. Unlike funds in the past, this fund is not first come, first served. This fund is designed to help those micro and small businesses with the most need. We know keeping your business afloat during this pandemic has been tough. And we recognize that getting these funds to you is a priority. These grants will be uh, distributed as early as November 2021. And all $30 million in grants are to be awarded by January of 2022. Thanks to the Biden administration for making these grants possible through the American Rescue Plan. And thank you for everything you do for our community. We continue to focus on small businesses by making sure that you know we got your back. You are the backbone of our economy, and it's time we have your back as well. I've led the charge on making sure that we have provided up to 40 million since last year to small businesses in our area. And we are continuing yeah, to so we're putting another time. 30 Let's million out here. on the street. So please visit the website. That is where you can find out uh, how to apply, what's the information you need to have, how to be ready for when the application process does begin, which will be later in September. So please visit the website, harriscountybusinessrelief.org. As we say in Harris County Precinct 3, howdy and welcome to the seminar. Small businesses are crucial to the success of our economy and even more importantly our communities. Not only is your business your livelihood, but you help feed families, mm. keep a roof over their head, clothes on their back, and so very much more. We know the pandemic's been tough. I hope this funding helps relieve some of the financial burden so that you can remain open. Your success means our community succeeds. When our community succeeds, our kids thrive. When our kids thrive, the future's bright. Thank you for your commitment to our community. If you need any help at all in the process, please reach out to my office. Thank you very much. I'm Jack Cagle, and I have the privilege of serving you as the commissioner of Harris County Precinct 4. Today, I'd like to talk about our merchants, our business community, our small businesses who have struggled in this difficult time. But we have a message of hope. And that mechanism is that we're about to engage in this seminar where we can have navigators to get you to some relief. Here in Precinct 4, you can contact us at 832-927-4444. And there'll be much more information about this exciting webinar overview of the Lift Fund Grant Program. Hopefully you'll enjoy So at this time, we've heard some wonderful words from our commissioners. And again, um, I would just like to say thank you, small businesses, for every single thing that you do. We know this has been hard, but thank you, thank you, thank you. So we're just going to go ahead and dive in. So there has been $30 million earmarked for micro and small businesses in Harris County. The grants will range from $5,000 to $25,000. Only fully completed applications will be reviewed for eligibility. 
the application portal opened at 9.30 on September 20th, which was Monday, and it will close on Monday, October 4th at 5.30 p.m. This is very, very important. It will close at 5.30 p.m., so not midnight on October 4th, but at 5.30. There will be an application review period, which will start on October 5th and go through January 9th. During that time, we will award grants starting in November, deploying 10 million, then in December, another 10 million, and then finishing in January, deploying the last 10 million. So all grants will be awarded by January 2022. Now these funds must be used for business related expenses, which include payroll, working capital, business rent, inventory, supplies, equipment, and operating costs. Only one business, only one grant per business will be awarded. So if you have multiple businesses, again, only one grant may be awarded per business. And nonprofits are not eligible for this grant program. As Commissioner Allen said, this is not a first come, first serve um, grant program. So all completed applications will be reviewed and there will be a scoring methodology that will be um, in place that I will discuss a little bit later. But some of the program qualifications include, your business must be located within Harris County. You must be registered and operating in Harris County. You must have fewer than 30 employees. Now, these employees can include yourself as the owner, any part-time workers, any full-time workers, as well as contractors. Your business must have been in operation before April 2020. And there must have been some demonstrated negative impact due to the pandemic. It could be a dollar or two dollars, but there must be a demonstrated negative impact on operations due to the pandemic. Your annual revenue must be $500,000 or less for both 2019 and 2020. And last, you must be in good standing with the Texas Comptroller's Office and have no outstanding tax obligations or liabilities. So T system. Each application can have, can achieve a maximum of 150 points. So there will be a scoring methodology that will again be in place, looking at five elements or five components. The first being ownership. So the, the program will have a priority or give a priority for women, minority and veteran owned businesses. Now I, I must note that you do not have to be a certified a minority woman-owned or veteran-owned business, but again, there will be a priority given for women, minority, and veteran-owned businesses. We also will be looking at if you've received any previous federal funding, so if you've got any COVID relief, PPP loans, idle loans, or even the Harris County grant, we will also be taking that um, into consideration in the amount that you received. 
We will also be looking at your social uh, vulnerability index. So where your business is actually located. We will also be looking at your employee count. Again, you must have fewer than 30 employees to be eligible for this program, but there will be a priority given for businesses that have fewer than 10 employees. There are some ineligible industries. So tax exempt businesses, gambling businesses, builders, speculative real estate investors, government entities and sexually oriented businesses are not eligible and to the right you can see the, the next codes for the ineligible um, industries and businesses the application can be found on www.harriscountybusinessrelief.org again www harriscountybusinessrelief.org. There is an orange button that says click to apply and we will be going through the website um, a little bit later to show you show you exactly where that button could be found on the website. We were only doing we we're only accepting online applications. No paper um, applications will be accepted. Allow yourself 20 to 25 to 60 minutes to complete the application and please 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 do yourself a favor and have all of the documents that are necessary for you to upload on hand to just make the process a little bit smoother all proper documentation must be uploaded for consideration the requirement documents are as follows your driver's license or either a government issued ID, proof of business registration either from Harris County or from the Texas Secretary of State. In terms of how we will be verifying your employees, we will accept your quarter one 2021 941 payroll report or if you have 1099 contractors, a list of this, a list in a demonstration of your 1099 uh, verified employees. To, to verify your business address, we will accept a utility bill, so a water, a gas, or an electric bill. We do understand that a lot of these small, a lot of your small businesses are home-based businesses, so you can certainly provide a home utility bill as well. Business financials, we will be requesting your 2019 and 2020 business tax return. If for some reason we cannot um, see a demonstrated um, you know, impact um, from those documents, then we may be requesting some additional financial documents um, if need be. For all, for all veteran-owned businesses and veterans, we will need your DD-214 as proof of your honorable discharge. We do understand that we've gone pretty fast today. We will have some time at the end of this for questions, but in addition to application to the um, information session today, there is also application assistance in your communities. We have strategically um, partnered with community organizations that are listed here that are in your communities that you can reach out to 
for any application assistance that you may need, whether it be difficulties in terms of technology and uploading documents, difficulty in walking through the application, or also language barriers. So we really, really encourage you to use these community organizations that are in your neighborhood, that are accessible, and that are poised to help you with all of your um, questions and concerns. And those can be found on the website. For more information, um, we, we do recorded information sessions that we've had. This is the last general information session that we will have. Um, in addition to that, you can call 281-378-3282 or email us as well with questions. If after this program is, is done and you do need additional business resources or capital or business support, um, all the ways that you can reach out to Lift Fund um, are, are on the screen. Please feel free to reach out to us. We have been helping businesses for over 27 years and we are here to support you in any way that you need. Thank you, Mishri, um, for that great overview of the program. Um, as Mishri said, a lot of, of all of the information that she shared during this presentation is available on the site. Uh, so we would like to take you there uh, so you can see what that looks like. Um, if someone from my team can please confirm that they can see uh, the website on my screen, that would be great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, as you can see, you um, you have access to this website in three different languages, English, Spanish, and Vietnamese. By navigating the stop um, buttons, you're able to switch to the language um, of your preference. As Michi mentioned, we have some um, partner organizations or navigators that are able to further um, understand the website in a different language if need be. So please connect with our um, with our partners for that and let us know um, additional needs. Um, so the website it's broken out into different sections: the eligibility criteria that Michi mentioned, the award grants and limitation, one grant per owner uh, per business. Um, documentation required, it's also here, as well as the scoring methodology that um, Michi mentioned. Um, timeline, very, very important. Um, application has um, opened. They actually, we ex began accepting applications this Monday and we'll go, um, we'll continue accepting them up until Monday, October 4th at 5.30 p.m. Please, please make sure that you start your application before then. You can begin your application and save it uh, to continue, um, you know, to gather documentation or refer back to some documents. Uh, but we highly encourage you that you please submit your application before 5.30 p.m. on Monday, October 4th. 
if by that time you had started your application but did not submit it, your application unfortunately would not be considered. So we really are encouraged you to give yourself enough time to prepare to begin and submit your application. Um, and challenges and issues and unexpected things always happen at the last minute. So we highly encourage you to try to complete your application before Monday and way before, hour before 5.30 p.m. if that's possible. So you maximize your chances of um, submitting and being you know, considered for this program. The actual link to the application is on this page. By clicking on this button, once you click on it, you will get to the application portal. You will be asked, um, and, and I'm logged in, so uh, maybe I should log out. Um, so you will be asked to um, begin, you, you would do it by clicking on begin application in your preferred language. Then you would click, you would um, register as a new user and include your email and type a selected password and the confirmation for that password. Once you're registered, you will be able to begin your application. As I said, you will be able to then come back by logging in, inserting your email, password, and picking up where you left off uh, when you started your application. So going back to the website um, to get more details, um, you also have information about our partner organizations that can help you and guide you step-by-step step through the application process. Five different agencies are listed here, including um, their contact information. So you can either reach out and schedule an appointment or connect with them virtually to address your very um, specific questions and get support applying as well. Um, they are here to help you as we are, so please do not hesitate to reach out. We have hosted, as Mishi mentioned, three different info sessions. This is the last one. And the recordings are available in the three different languages that these sessions were offered. So by clicking on it, you will be able to listen to previous recordings as well. Um, the sessions where the, we use the same presentation for the sessions, but the questions were different. We also, every time after each, each session, gather the questions and added um, them to the frequently asked questions list that we have down here. So we have been compiling your questions and inquiries throughout this process to make it available for everyone um, and for you all to be prepared and have as much information possible as you get ready to start your application um, and be considered for this program. Contact um, information is also available here. Um, you can either submit a question by using the ask a question button, call or direct line at 281 378-3282 during the business hours of 8.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. or send us an email to sbgrants at liftfund.com. 
there is many ways um, and options for you to connect with one of us, um, including our partners to help you with this process. We are here to support you. Please reach out if you have additional questions after this session. So now, um, before we address the Q&As that you have been typing, um, the questions that you have been typing on our Q&A session, I would like to go over some of the most frequently asked questions that we've heard from a lot of different owners um, throughout, um, throughout the program um, since we announced it. So um, a big question that we get is, if I'm a sole proprietor, do I submit my entire uh, 1040 personal tax return or just my Schedule C? And the answer is we just need to see your Schedule C um, from your return. That is uh, sufficient um, and more than enough for uh, to meet the requirement for this program. If you are a sole proprietor, you are, you are able to apply if you meet the other um, guidelines um, on this program. The 500,000 um, revenue limit is based on gross revenue. And so we have additional information here of how to get to that number from either your Schedule C 1120 or 1120S. But generally, you just the top line, right? Um, one or 1A, depending on your return. Uh, for this program, we will calculate uh, or we're asking you to provide the number of employees that you had on first quarter of 2021. We understand that some of you might have had a higher number of employees in the years 2019 or 2020. For this application, we are asking you to provide uh, for total number of employees during your first quarter of 2021. Another question that we get a lot is, um, if my business was registered and began operating in January or up until March of 2020, since I don't have a 2019 tax return, what documents do I need to provide to submit or prove the negative impact? So if this, if this is your scenario where your business started uh, between January and March of 2020, you are eligible for this program. You would need to submit um, your 2019 tax return. And in addition, either business bank statements for first quarter of 2020, plus bank statements of any other quarter in 2020, or a January through August profit and loss statement for 2020 and one for January through August 2021 so that we can use those um, as compared. 2021 or 2019? Another question that we get is how are the grant amounts uh, being calculated uh, for these applications? So we have maximums depending on the number of employees that your business has. If it's an owner only and the owner the owner is the only employee of the business, uh, the maximum grant amount can go up to 10,000. If the business has one to 10 additional employees, right, in addition to the owner, the, the maximum amount then becomes 15,000. For 11 to 20 um, additional employees, up to 20,000 and 21 to 30 employees up to 25,000. Again, this breakdown is listed here on the website and available for you to reference as well. 
Um, another uh, main question that we get is, um, will 1099 employees be counted as employees? And the answer is yes. We will calculate um, the number of full-time equivalent employees, including your 1099 um, workers. Another question that we get is for different um, business owners that might have different businesses. So this question is, if, ha if I have more than one business, how is the annual revenue amount calculated? And for this program, for this application, the annual revenue will only be reviewed for the location that you are um, applying for, not the total revenue that you've received for all other businesses that are owned by the STEM business owner. This is to your advantage, right? We would only be looking at the business that you're applying for, not all the other ones, if additional. We've also um, received this question a lot. If a business owner has received a PPP loan, a NIDL loan, or any other Harris County grants um, in the past, um, will they be able um, to apply? And the answer is yes, you are still eligible to apply for this program. Um, however, if you receive any of those recovery uh, funding um, options, we will calculate them and take them into consideration um, for the application, but you're still eligible to apply if you've received uh, previous relief funding support. If you had previously applied to other Harris County grant programs, this is a different program, right? It's a different grant program. So we would ask you to please submit another application for this particular program. Um, we talked about sole proprietors being eligible. Um, and another main question that we get is the negative impact um, is it being calculated based on gross or revenue uh, or net revenue? And the answer is gross. So we can demonstrate the negative impact by a decline in either gross and or actually net revenue as well between 2019 and 2020. Again, what we're trying to see here with the with this um, with the required documentation is that your business can demonstrate a loss or a negative impact in the business by either gross or net revenue. Um, at this time, um, I would like to pause and actually answer some of the questions that you have been typing um, in the Q&A uh, session, the Q&A uh, portion. So Lillian, um, you've been doing a great job keeping up and responding to a lot of the inquiries. If you would select um, you know, the ones that you see that are being asked the most and that would be helpful for others to listen to, um, this would be a great time to do so. Thank you, Martha. Uh, so we've received a number of questions about whether nonprofits are eligible. Uh, for this program, nonprofits will not be considered. Uh, we've had a number of questions on contractors and subcontractors um, with uh, and what documentation to provide. So for those, uh, you can certainly count them in your employee count. Um, and we would need either 1099s for the contractors that you used in first quarter of 2021, or you can also provide a payroll report or a wage report, um, you know, that you use through a tracking system like QuickBooks or PayPal or Gusto or Square um, that shows, you know, their name and the wages paid during first quarter of 2021. 
Great. We, uh, it looks like Natalie's answering a few of these. Uh... Lillian, I have a question that um, has been asked um, a few times. What if someone um, has filed um, tax returns for 2019 and 2020, but their business is not registered? Um, it doesn't have a DBA, for example. Um, what would be the process there? Yes, that's not a problem. So in that situation, if you do have your filed tax returns for those years, you can, and you are a sole proprietor or independent contractor, you can obtain your DBA through the Harris County Clerk's Office at this time. Um, and as long as you can provide that registration with the DBA, we can consider the application as long as you have the tax returns to prove that you were operating uh, prior to April 2020. Uh, have gotten a number of questions on if you filed, if you received an extension for your 2020 return, um, what other documentation can be provided. So we do need the 2020 return. Uh, however, we can accept a stated return, uh, meaning that you've completed the return uh, and, and filled it out uh, fully. However, it may not have been accepted or filed yet with the IRS so that we can accept. If we uh, have a question on uh, if you're a home-based business, you can provide your home utility bill, uh, provided that your home location is in Harris County. Um, we cannot accept a PO box. Uh, we do need to see a physical address, but if you're operating out of your home, that would be your home address. Lillian, we've also gotten this question um, a couple of times. Um, are single member LLCs able to apply? Yes, that's perfectly fine. And uh, that's perfectly fine. We've gotten a few questions from folks who have already submitted their application through the portal, which is great, but um, realize they may need to uh, amend some information or maybe forgot one of the documents um, that they needed to attach. If that is the case, you can reach out by email to sbgrants@liftfund.com and request that we return your application to you uh, and return it to in-progress status, and then you'll be able to, up until October 4th, uh, make any changes that are needed and then re return it uh, resubmitted. Lillian, um, on the application towards the end where the document uploads, there is a, a section to upload employee information or 941. What if, um, if the applicant is a solopreneur or a single member LLC and they do not have that form? Um, can they leave that, that blank? For the payroll documentation? Payroll documentation, yes. Yes, if you are, if you as the owner are the only person working for your business, you have no contractors and no one else besides yourself, you can leave that blank. 
Uh, a number of questions on the location. So your business must be registered and operating in Harris County. So if you're a home address, if you're a home-based business and your home address is outside the county, you would not be eligible. Um, or if the you know you're you work all over the county mobily, but your uh, your business address again, if you're home-based is outside the county, you would unfortunately not be qualified for this program. We have some questions as well, uh, Lillian, about the, the utility bill having a different address um, than what is registered or the utility bill being under someone else's name. Um, what is the consideration there? Yes, so if the home utility bill is under someone else's name that lives with you, that's uh, perfectly fine as long as the address uh, you know, matches the other documentation that we see. Um, but if you're, for example, you've registered your business a few years ago, but have since changed the location of the business, that is also okay. As long as we can match the address that's on your utility bill with, uh, you know, your tax return or some other document um, that is, you know, perhaps more current that enables us to verify that that is the correct current address. We will, um, this is the final info session. We had a question about that. Um, so there will be no more sessions after this. Um, however, all of the recordings for the previous two sessions, as well as this one, will be listed on the website. Uh, we had a request uh, as far as um, where to email if you need to uh, make amendments to your application up until the closing date of October 4th, and that is sbgrants at liftfund.com, and that email is uh, shown on the screen. Thank you, Martha. Uh, we have a question um, on the job section of the application. It asks for the average hourly wages for employee. If the applicant is a solopreneur or only employee, how uh, would you recommend they calculate that? For that, that's just going to be an estimate of what you pay yourself. We understand, of course, that that can fluctuate greatly um, for solopreneurs that you're paying yourself um, from, you know, whatever profits you may have made in a given period. Um, but if you can, you know, just give us an estimate um, of an average, that will be great. We have a question about W-9s and contractors. Um, the question is, if I have the W-9 for my contractors that worked for me this year, can I submit that um, as proof for 2020? So we're only looking at the employees who worked for you in first quarter of 2021. Uh, but yes, the, the 1099s or the W-9s for any contractors during that period is fine. And um, sole proprietors, as long as you do have your Schedule Cs for 2019 and 2020, um, and you are registered with Harris County, um, then you are eligible to apply. Uh, if you uh, don't have a utility bill because perhaps your utilities are included in your business lease or through some other arrangement, um, we can instead take a copy of your business lease or if you're home-based, then your home 
uh, lease for your, your home rental. That'll be fine. And if the utility bill has a, a variation of your name or again, somebody else's name on it, that's okay as long as the address is matching the other documentation that we have. And I see a question about um, once the application is submitted, what if they have an option to ensure that um, everything was filled out correctly. Yes, so uh, yeah. as soon as you submit your application, uh, you will receive a submission confirmation email, email, and that will come from noreply at bmisw.com. And so uh, you may wanna check in your spam folder if you don't see it immediately, uh, but within that email, you'll receive a PDF a copy of the application and you'll be able to review all of the information that you submitted. Leanne, can you repeat that one more time? The oh. actual it's no reply at bmisw.com. And Lillian, will that link um, or that email um, allow them to download or view their submitted application? Yes, it will include a, a PDF of the application submitted. Great, thank you. There, uh, we've received a number of questions on where to find the NAICS code on your tax return. It'll be different depending on the type of tax return that you file. Um, for Schedule C's though, it will be located in box B, which is right at the top of your Schedule C under your social security number. For businesses with partnerships, um, that and where those folks are the only two employees of the business, um, you would be counted as a two employee uh, business in terms of the maximum amount that you you're, would uh, be qualified for. And I just want to mention again, the time frame for this program, we will begin um, assessing applications as soon as the call for application closes. Um, so we will, the application review period will start on October 5th and continue through um, January 9th. However, um, we will be awarding grants in three different stages, beginning in the month of November, then another round in December uh, to have all of the grants um, issued and awarded by the end of January 2022. Um, we have a question on how a receipt of PPP or EIDL funds uh, may impact your grant. Uh, you are still eligible to apply. Having received those funds doesn't disqualify you. However, it will factor into the scoring uh, process for the applications. In terms of how to verify the number of employees that you have, there are three ways to do that. So if you file a IRS form 941, um, you can submit that for the first quarter of 2021, or you can submit a payroll report or, or a, a report showing how much you've paid uh, each 
worker, whether those are contractors or employers or employees. Um, and so that could be a report that you generate through any, you know, point of sale system that you use or other uh, accounting tracking system like QuickBooks, um, or you can submit 1099s or W9s for contractors that you used in first quarter of 2021. Uh, for the utility bill, we do need to see a utility bill versus a phone or internet uh, statement, or you can also provide alternatively a rental agreement or a lease. If your tax return or your business registration shows a PO box as your business address, um, that's okay as long as we get the actual physical address on your utility bill. Once the application has been submitted, uh, as Martha stated, we'll begin reviewing them uh, in October. Uh, the first round of uh, grants will be made in November, and then additional um, grants as we review them in December and January. All awards will be finalized and notified uh, by uh, the end of January 2022. And another important thing to keep in mind, um, we've gotten different questions about this as well, is that this is a grant, uh, which means that the funds do not have to be paid back. It is a grant for your business and is intended to be, you know, for you to use it for business related expenses um, and you do not have to pay it back. A few more questions that we have here on the utility bills. Uh, the If you do need to make an amendment to the utility bill you submitted, again, please email sbgrants at liftfund.com and we can return the application to you. Uh, a, an electric bill uh, will work. That will be perfect. Uh, so we had a question about that. Thank you. If the utility bill is in your business name uh, versus your personal name, that's totally fine. That's no issue. If um, you did receive PPP or EIDL funding, that will um, lower your score in that one category of the scoring. Again, there are five components to the scoring, um, so that will negatively impact your score in that aspect. For your, uh, if for the owners, um, if you're not included in the payroll report, that's fine. Um, the payroll report helps us identify other employees besides you, the owner. a question about notification for those that um, may not get um, selected for this program we will notify every applicant um, regardless of the outcome and our main point of communication uh, for those notifications will be the email that you provide on your application. Um, so please make sure that that is your preferred email uh, since that's the one that we're gonna be using to communicate with you.
Go ahead, Bumian. Uh, if the uh, there's a question, if the uh, business activity code that is showing on the tax return is the same as the NAICS code, and the answer is yes, those are the same thing. We have a question about the social uh, vulnerability index. And so we have under the scoring methodology more information about that. To learn more, you can visit this website and type your um, business address and you will find um, where your business is located and ranked according to um, the index map. Again, that is um, on our website under the scoring methodology. And uh, we had a question, the link to find the application is at harriscountybusinessrelief.org, uh, which is highlighted there on the screen. We have a question, uh, if the business revenue was reported only on your personal return and you didn't file a business return, uh, would you qualify? We would need to see a Schedule C, you know, which is part of the 1040 personal return, but a, a separate schedule, um, or of course, a, a business return to be eligible for this program. questions about um, husband and wife um, owning different businesses within the same um, or registered under the same location. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the uh, grant award and limitations, Lillian? Yes. So um, if uh, spouses live in the same address, uh, but they have completely separate business registrations and separate tax returns, uh, for those uh, separate entities, uh, we can consider that. All applicants will be notified by email uh, by the end of January 2020. However, uh, there will be a few rounds of uh, notifications for approved applicants, uh, which would go out in November and December as well as January. So um, you may know as soon as November or as late as January 2022. And again, that will come, um, recipients will be notified by receiving a DocuSign award agreement that you'll be asked to complete. Um, so you would want to look for that DocuSign agreement. Um, or if you're not selected, you'll also be notified by email at the end of January. I see some um, other attendees asking questions about where to find the, um, the application link and where to find a recording of this session. Thank you so much for um, sharing all your questions with us, um, typing them in. We will be again looking um, at all of the questions that were submitted and we will add them um, to the Q&A so that we have a more robust um, frequently asked questions list on the website. Um, and 
so the link where you can find all of this information, um, everything that we've covered today is harriscountybusinessrelief.org. Again, you can access this website in three different languages. Um, this website provides an overview of uh, the program and a lot of the details that we covered during today's session, as well as the timeline and award schedule. It has the link to get you to the application that will ask you to um, create a username and password as your uh, profile to begin your application. And it also has the links um, to previous recordings. The recording for this session will also be included and available here. Um, there is additional ways that you can connect with us to answer um, your specific questions if they were not addressed during the session today and if they're not asked to the frequently asked questions session, uh, question um, section. You can do that by asking a question, um, submitting your question to us, um, calling us at 281-378-3282 during the business hours of 8.30 and 5.30 p.m. or sending us an email at sbgrants.com. We are here for you and we definitely want to ensure that you have all the information that you need um, to successfully um, determine if this program is a good fit for your business and successfully apply for it. Um, please take time to review the frequently asked questions section. We will be updating this um, the website shortly with the link to this recording as well as with uh, more information for you to be able to prepared. Um, thank you again for joining us today. Uh, we've um, getting to the, the final minute of our session today. Um, as um, Liana, Mishi and Lilian have reflected throughout the session, um, we are here to support you. We want to ensure that you have all the information that you need. We admire your resiliency, your strength, and everything you do for our communities. Um, thank you uh, for being the backbone. Um, of our local economies and for um, continue um, striving forward and facing all the challenges. This is a program that is available to you and we hope that you take advantage of it. Um, if the program is a good fit, um, let us know if you are seeking for additional resources. We are happy to also connect you with partners in the community that are offering other, question, other, other types of resources for you and your business. Again, thank you for joining us today. Um, feel free to connect with us via this um, three other ways that are available to you. And we're here to support you as we go through this application process. Um, Mishi, if you have any final words to close us out. Thank you, did a great job. Just please. Okay, you guys, I pray that this was a help for some of you guys in the Houston area. Um, they are accepting applications for this LIP fund. As you see, you need these documents. Um, what they did say that you can go back and, and complete your application. Uh, I'm just going through mines, and when I went back, all my stuff was empty. So I suggest that you guys gather all your documents as possible, scan them on your computer. So when you open it up, 
you'll be able to upload everything that they ask you. So when you submit it, it is in there. You don't have to keep going back and forth, back and forth, and then get stuck into that transition where a deadline comes and their system will be overloaded on that last day on October 4th to submit all your, your information in. So this is probably the best time today and tomorrow to get all your information together okay and then submit that information in with all your documents upload the documents take your time and scan it in upload your documents okay and get it in and at this moment dr d is not i'm not able to help you do this you're gonna have to do this okay Uh, i found that um we want help, but then a uh, service. Yeah, if you want me to do the urban management to help you with this, of course, it's going to have a fee attached because now I'm providing a service to help you with your information. But with that said, you still have to have all of your documents needed to complete this prog- this process. And as she stated on the call that... At closing day at 5 p.m. Central Time, October 4th, if you don't have all the documents in there, you will not be eligible to complete the process. That means your file will be deleted. So I don't want that to happen to you. And then um, you want, uh, I found a lot of individuals, you don't want to do the work, but yet you want to have this blame game that why you didn't get what you deserved. That's why I advise all of you right now to listen to this recording. I recorded it. So as you're listening to it, you can start pulling your documents right now and you can hear what they're saying. They're telling you, we can accept this, we can accept that. So now you have to get all your documents together, scan that into your computer, name it. So when you go through that application... And when it asks you to upload your business information, your tax return information, you already have that, you guys, on your desktop. And then you can complete the process with ease. No frustration, no discussing, you know, um, you know, just make it as stressless as possible. All right, you guys. So that's our business segment for today. I pray that all of you took advantage of this program. And I'm praying myself that I'm submitting my application too. And we all remember, this week funds will be released. This week funds will be released in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. episode of the Boom Factor Radio Show is being sponsored by Urban Management Group. We organize in disguise. Their assignment is to help you entrepreneurs, ministers, and churches stay in compliance through your industry with bookkeeping, accounting, and tax services. If you ever felt overwhelmed with all the paperwork and at the end of the year to keep your financial records apart, Take a deep breath and just schedule your free 15-minute discovery call today at 832-573-3095. 
or just go to the website at www.urbanmanagementgroup.com. Click on the contact page and answer this questionnaire and someone will return your call within 24 hours. Once again, we thank you, Urban Management Group, for sponsoring the Boom Factor Radio. trying to find a vendor. No one's gonna tell you their vendor, so don't even ask because that's actually really tacky. There are two things you guys can do. The first thing you can do is go to Alibaba. I'll have that in the link below. Type in different clothing vendors, sweatsuit vendors, swimsuit vendors, whatever you're looking for, you can type it on Alibaba and you can solely just read the reviews and see what's there. I did not have any luck with that i did not want a vendor based in china for clothing mainly if you're doing something like me and you're doing sweatsuits you want to go with a vendor in pakistan pakistan has good quality clothing thick cotton now how do you find it this is the big gem that nobody tells you it's not on youtube it's not anywhere and I'm going to give it to you right now. Make sure you hit that subscribe, you hit that like, and you comment down below if you stayed long enough to get this gym. To find your clothing line vendor, go to Facebook, go to groups, search your groups in Facebook and type in whatever vendor you're looking for. It's gonna be a thousand groups called free vendors. To get accepted into those groups, it's gonna be people giving reviews on vendors. Also, some of these vendors have their own groups where they'll post their products, you'll see their reviews. So you guys, Facebook is definitely where you wanna go to find your vendor. Cause you can even post on there, hey, I need help finding a vendor. When it comes to picking a vendor, there are a couple of things that I wanna to touch on just really quickly. If you guys want me to make a full video really detailing how to pick a vendor, I would love to do that. Comment down below. When you are picking a clothing vendor, you want to pick a vendor that is going to do all of your packaging. You guys, this is key. When you guys are getting 50 orders, 100 orders, if you're even getting five orders in a week, you want to cut down on the time that it takes to get that out. And I will be talking about shipping at the end of the video, so stay tuned for that. The next thing is you want to get samples. You guys do not order bulk without samples. Now I do wanna say, when you get a sample, it's gonna range in that 100 to 150, maybe even $200, depending on your vendor, because it is so much more expensive for them to send you one product and put your label on it. They don't want to do that. They want you to order in bulk. You want to feel how thick it is. You want to do some aerobics. Stretch. You want to see how the fit is. Does it run true to size? Does it run small? Does it run big? You need to know all of these things. Oftentimes when you're working with vendors, they're in sweatshops. And a lot of times in these sweatshops, they're sitting there chain smoking back to back like their life depends on it. You definitely want to make sure it doesn't have a smell. I've ordered from vendors before and it smelled like smoke and it just smelled horrible. This is exactly why you guys need to have a sample. This is a sample from another brand, a very popular brand I got a sample from. It's crooked. Had I not got a sample, I would have ordered a hundred of these crooked. 
and it would have been a disaster. Definitely want your vendor to send you a picture of your product before they ship it to you, just to make sure that everything's good. I told him in the picture, it was crooked. He said, no, it's not crooked. It looks crooked. You guys, I got it. It was crooked. I paid 150 just for this one sample. I personally think you should get at least three to five samples from three to five different vendors. This was actually supposedly being shopped around as Shane Justin's vendor. As the vendor, he said he was, but I don't know if that to be true. I With this kind of quality, I don't think so. Moving on to getting a website. One mistake that a lot of new businesses make is they do not get a website. It is 20. There's no reason why you should be saying DM me. DM you for what? Why should I have to DM someone, figure out what the price is, decide if I can or cannot afford that, and then just cash up them some money? I don't know you. I don't trust you. Do not be a DM me kind of business. A website is like $30 a month, you guys. It's an investment. You yeah. wanna be making sure that you're selling to everybody. You wanna have Shopify. I know some people wanna do Wix because they wanna get crazy and they wanna have the cute designs and all this and all that. I don't recommend Wix. I recommend Shopify. I'm just gonna sum it up really short because I could do a whole video a whole series on Shopify, okay? Shopify is bomb. Think about this, Fashion Nova, KKW, Kylie Cosmetics, all these billion dollar brands are on Shopify. So you guys need to be on Shopify so you can be the next billion dollar brand, period. For those who stuck around and aren't skipping around the video, if you stayed this long, you earned this gem. And the gem is you want to have a text messaging app, a shipping app, and an email marketing app on your Shopify website. Those three apps saved me so much money and made me so much money. So I wanna pass that on to you guys just for listening and sticking around. When it comes to posting on social media, you need to post three times a day on your feed and at least seven times on your Instagram story. Instagram stories right now are getting a lot more reach then feeds, so make sure if anything, you're active on that Instagram story. And I know a lot of people get discouraged and they think, well, I don't wanna just be posting to no one, it's not getting any likes, it's not getting any comments. My secret tip is when I post my videos and pictures on Instagram, I DM it to my friends or people that are engaging with me, people that follow me, and I just ask them for a simple like or a simple comment or to at least share it with someone who will like or comment. If they can't do it, then that's not your real friends. Next. When your business is booming, then they're gonna all be sharing yourself. Uh, they're gonna remember your day ones that were commenting when you were getting two likes. It'll boost your engagement, just having those people that already follow you or already like you commenting and liking and Instagram will show it to more people and it'll have better discoverability on whatever you're ranking for for your hashtags. The next tip, which is another controversial one, you might have to drive me in the comments. It is be your own brand ambassador. Period, points blank. But I'm going to explain because so many people disagree. First of all, a brand ambassador is completely different than an influencer. Let's get that very clear. There's a reason why an influencer is an influencer. An influencer is an influencer and they aren't a brand ambassador because an influencer influences. They have influence. A brand ambassador, in my opinion, is a glorified model. 
that's just all that it is if anything have a go-to model like fashion nova does instead of having a brand ambassador because a brand ambassador a lot of times i hear so many people say oh i i gave all this product to my brand ambassador i didn't get any sales yeah they're a brand ambassador they're not an influencer they don't have any influence no tea no shade because i have been a brand ambassador but let's be honest brand ambassadors aren't pulling in sales like that if you're giving away product you need to give away product to an influencer or you can just be your own brand ambassador like i said to begin with get a ring light that's what i'm looking at right now it's also in the comments down below i got you guys for everything you never have to go far with the ring light it'll have a stand for your phone and it'll have a little timer for you to take your pictures on you're all set to go that's all you need so the best thing you can do is save yourself some money save yourself some heartache and save yourself some falling out with a good friend or the local bopping chick i really believe if this is your business, this is your brand, you can do it yourself no matter how insecure you guys are. Once you think of that money, honey, that's your money, You're gonna figure out all about that. If you are your own brand ambassador, you're gonna build up your page with your business. For example, with me, when I decided to change from selling lashes to selling clothing, I still had my page to promote to people. And also, I get companies hit me up all the time that see me promoting my business and they ask me all the time, how much is it to promote? So that's another reason why it's really important for you to be your own brand ambassador. If your marketing budget is under $1,000, it's gonna be extremely hard for you to afford influencers and ads. We're more than likely gonna have to pick one over the other. I have not had good experiences with influencers. If you haven't seen my video, your favorite Instagram model scammed me, definitely watch that. If you do have the budget to be able to afford influencers because they do tend to get pricey, the influencers that will actually get you sales are going to be $1,000 and up. And I'm telling you from experiences, I paid the $200, the $300, the $400 influencers and got zero sales. If you want to do it, you're feeling risky, you're feeling frisky, put together an Excel file on the first column, have the names, the second column, have how many followers they have, the third column, I would have their price, and the fourth column, I would have how to contact them. And that's how you can keep track of who you've been talking to and who works, who didn't work, who made this much money, who made that much money. That was a strategy that I went with when I was doing influencers. I saved the best for last. You stuck around for this. This is the best advice I have ever learned from starting my own clothing line. Hustle, period. Everyone talks about hustle and everyone says just get out there and grind and get out there and hustle, but they don't tell you what that means. The hustle is to be sold, not sold. But since you stay to the end of this video, I'm definitely going to give you tea because that's what we do on this channel. Tea with Taylor Time TV. What does hustle mean? Hustle means getting out there and getting those sales however you have to. What made me so much money in the beginning was Facebook book going to want to go in these facebook groups and you're going to want to post your products you would be surprised how many facebook groups are dedicated to whatever it is you're selling there are groups on facebook for everything the thing is when you get in these groups you guys need to be reading the 
rules because some groups have days where there's no promo. Some groups you can only promote a certain kind of way. But Facebook groups made me the majority of my money and the beginning paired with Facebook Marketplace. I want to make it very clear. We want to be online. However, when you're starting off, you need to build up your money. You can either start off on Facebook Marketplace, meeting people in public places. I can do a video on how to sell on Facebook Marketplace. If you guys want me to, let me know down below. I only recommend doing Facebook Marketplace just to get that first couple of hundred dollars. You want your customers to be online because you want your customers to be on your website. You wanna have a pixel on your website. That's going to snatch and grab all your customers data and when you decide to run ads facebook's going to read that data and find more customers like that when you're promoting locally people want to pick it up right then and there you can offer a local pickup option on your shopify you really want to do that because you still want your customers going on your website and buying on your website it is so important to get that data and to get that information. I went a whole year selling my lashes just in person and I didn't have any data when I decided to run ads. It was like I had to start all over with. So learn from me. Once you get your product and you get your first order and you're ready to ship, you're gonna need shipping supplies. You're gonna need a scale. You're gonna need poly mailers. You're gonna need to know the size of those poly mailers. It was so hard for me to figure out what size my clothing needed. If you have something like this, check out the description bar down below. I will have the sizes for these poly mailers as well as the sizes for boxes if you are shipping multiple of these in one order. No one wanted to share what size their poly mailers were or what size their boxes were, but I have no problem sharing my tips and tricks with you guys at all. And my last little bonus tip is you need super fast shipping because we are living in the day and age of Amazon where people want their stuff like uh, yesterday. So you have to have two day shipping, you guys. I personally use Pirate Ship. Pirate Ship is an app on Shopify that gives you great shipping discounts. One thing about a clothing line is when you're getting into selling items like this, these items are two pounds and maybe 14 ounces. You're shipping all the way across the country. That is going to get extremely expensive. Sometimes my shipping ranges from $10, $15, let alone if someone decides they want all three of the sweatsuits, it's gonna get extremely heavy. And the heavier it is and the farther it is, from shipping to you to shipping to them, the more expensive shipping is gonna be. So you're gonna want all the discount you can get. If you have any questions, feel free to ask me. If you want me to make more videos like this pertaining to starting your own business, I would definitely do that. Now I need you to binge watch the last videos and catch up on the new videos. I love you guys so much. How seriously good is the scent of game dish soap?